0: On today's broadcast, Bishop Clark uses the fourth chapter of Colossians, verses one through six as the background scripture for part one of the message still coming from the Conception series, Loving Yourself
1: is Not a Sin. Say that with me, loving yourself is not a sin. Now I hope I'm preaching to the right church because everybody seemed to be real quiet and um, real, real, real quiet tonight. But I'm just believing that I have the right people here to hear this message. Obviously there's some people in here that need to know that it's okay to love yourself. It's okay to take a step back from the mirror and kiss yourself. It's not sacrilegious, I'm coming against that spirit that comes to the house of God telling a group of people that you should only love the Lord. You can't love others if you don't love yourself. Glory to God. <clears throat> I loved uh, Mark's Gospel, chapter 12 and verse 29 through 30. Jesus is talking about the most important commandment. He said, Hear, O Israel, your God is one. For those who believe that we as believers believe that there are three gods, we believe there's one God manifested in three persons. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, one God. Today I'm manifesting myself as a pastor. When I go home, I'll be a husband and a father. One man manifesting himself in three ways. Why can't God manifest himself in three persons? You're not limiting God when you believe it, when you say it. You're actually talking about the mystery of God, amen. And so we need to know the theology of God, some things about God. A lot of people are talking scriptures, but know the character of God, know why he presented himself in three persons, father in creation, son in redemption, Holy Spirit in regeneration. We need the entire Godhead at work in us. Even when he makes man, he speaks to himself, let us, make man in our image and after our likeness and he wasn't talking about angels participating he was talking about himself father son holy spirit involved in the creation of man he goes on to say god is one but the lord but but love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind your internals learn to lift that up in praise and worship lift it up in glory lifted up in your practice your mind engage your mind just like you're here today you came here to hear the word of the lord engage your your mind as it relates to loving the lord when you're loving with all your heart soul mind and strength and not 70 percent of your heart in your mind and strength or 60 percent of your heart and mind and strength you will actually push out some inconsistencies in your life when we love the lord more we won't see imps showing up in our lives or small issues that hinder us from loving each other like we should so first love the lord your god love him first and him only shall you serve verse 31 the second is this love your neighbor as yourself so no believer, no Christian around the one, around the country can't say, I'm just all by myself, and I that's, that's just the way it is, and I just love being alone. We must love our neighbor as we love ourselves. And a lot of times when we push back from loving other people, it is a direct tie to not loving self. So I want to talk about that as we deal with relating. I want you to get both messages from Sunday 8 and 11 and listen to them both. We need to relate and connect. So learn to love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and then learn to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And so it is important to have self-knowledge, to have a little self-knowledge, like finding yourself and loving yourself and valuing yourself. putting the highest estimation on self. A lot of times we put more estimations, we, we put more um, requirements on other people than we put on ourselves. A good supervisor would never have their people to do more than they do. You, you would temper that. You're a tyrant if you got people doing things that you would have them to do, but you can't measure up to the same requirements. Finding yourself is so important. Sometimes the mind, Sometimes the mind tries to get away from you, but you got to learn how to find your mind. A lot of times while our feet are going through the valley of the shadow, let your mind stay on the word, loving yourself. This is about self-knowledge. How much do you love yourself? Well, if there was pain, you love yourself enough to remove physical pain, you'll remove yourself from it. If you put your hand on fire and it was burning you, you automatically would snatch your hand away. Well, a lot of times in the emotional realm, we kind of gravitate to the thing that causes most pain. In relationships that causes pain, hanging out with people that cause us pain, as if somehow, some way we're validated if we stick with it. But loving self says there are certain things that I, if I love myself, I just can't tolerate if you're going to treat me in a negative manner. God is not even telling you to do that. One man came up to me and said, I, I, I think I'll slap you in the face. Aren't you a believer? I said, well, I'm not Jesus. And so you need to really think about that before you step to me with that. Okay? Don't come playing that with me, Doc. Okay? Now, if I'm preaching the gospel and I have to preach the gospel and something happens, that's fine. But just walk up to me and go to test my Christianity. You need to understand I love myself enough to not let you do something like that. It had nothing to do with Christianity, okay? Nobody's going to abuse nobody. You're not helping nobody. You're not helping Christianity at all when you let someone abuse you. So love yourself. Love yourself enough to get up in the morning and, and, and go and work out and try to eat right and, and get hate out of your heart and, and start smiling. <laughs> what about valuing self? If I put a price tag on you, how much would you cost? Not your Gucci, not your Louis Vuitton. I said, how much do you cost? Think about it. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah that you can sell yourself for nothing. You can sell yourself for nothing. Actually, a lot of people are selling themselves for nothing, just for a hello and a goodbye. Or I was thinking about you. How valuable are you? Put an estimation on yourself, accepting yourself. Self-knowledge says I can accept myself and the way God made me. With all of the fallacies and the the issues. Many times I wish I was taller as a man. But he didn't make me. He gave me 5 foot 10. That's it. I got to work with the 5 foot 10. Amen. And if he gave you 6'3", don't look down on me. Thank God that he made you 6'3". Help me up. Help me up if I'm trying to do something. But I had to learn how to trust God and thank God for how he made me. And I can do some things with five foot ten. And you need to be able to work with what God gave you. What about understanding yourself? Why do you go and shop? Why do you do things when you're upset? How do you reward yourself when you're going through issues? You have to get a dinner every time or buy some expensive jewelry even when you don't have the money. What happens to you? Understanding yourself. Why do you do what you do? Then we need to appreciate ourselves and you can't really share yourself with anyone if you don't appreciate yourself. I think I shared with you on yes, uh, uh, last week, uh, actually on Sunday, that RELATE is an acronym for number one, reaching. Reaching, 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 stretching, reaching. If you're going to relate to anybody, you have to reach for them. Now, it's easy to reach for someone if they're close to you. But if they're not close, you have to stretch to reach. And relating sometimes is a stretch for you. Those of us that are working with Jesus, we're used to the stretch. We're used to it. You're constantly doing this. Constantly doing this to keep people together. If you love me, love me enough to reach for me. The E is for encouraging. If you're going to relate to someone, you can't be negative 24-7. We have to be encouraging. That means when you get into the proximity of someone, you're always looking for ways that you can motivate them to be a better person. Sometimes people don't need a long sermon. They just need to be encouraged. Be encouraged. I like like that song. No matter what's going on, God will make it all right. And then learning is for the L. Constantly learning. And it's going to arch over to the T, but I'll hold up with that. You need to learn. Constantly learning. Reading and expanding. But not just reading and expanding. Being renewed in the spirit of your mind, which means you're in the word. If you're only taking in knowledge and you don't kind of submit that knowledge to what the scriptures say, you'll be highly intelligent, but also foolish in your deeds. So God wants us to submit our intellect, our education, what we're reading and learning to the word of God. And it's only the word that's the true referee for and, 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 and manager of how to package what you learn. The halls of academia are great. People are spending 80, 90, $120,000 for a college degree. To do what right now? To do what? A lot of learning. Sitting in coffee shops talking about what they learned. But, but what, what, what are we doing with what we've learned? The art of learning is one thing, but putting it into practice is a whole other realm. The A is for achieving. You're going to relate to people. You have to have a desire to see them achieve. Their highest and best. Thank you, Lord. And I'm learning to relate to people that want me to achieve my highest and best. Not to see me riding around in a Volkswagen with three wheels that's on, on uh, three wheels that's flat, and, and then that's that's the good preacher because he's humble. No, I want you to you need to believe that I should achieve the highest and best. If I bought a new house, it shouldn't bother you. Just like when you buy one, it doesn't bother me. But you'd be surprised how people flow. They can achieve everything, but they have a problem when others achieve. If you're going to relate to someone, you have to learn how to believe in them and want to see them achieve. Especially children. The T is for teaching. Learning and teaching. Or teaching and learning. We're constantly arching that together gonna to relate to people you need to learn and then you want to teach or if you're teaching others need to learn actually I'm learning as I teach especially when y'all look at me and won't say amen I got to keep preaching the E is for excelling increasing in velocity and speed going higher elevating we need to relate and connect Relate and connect. There's a difference between interpersonal relationships and intrapersonal relationships. An interpersonal relationship is a relationship that takes place between two or more people. Two or more people. And we're actually taught by our parents to relate to others before we learn to relate to self. Share that ice cream. Give up that candy. It's, you can't just play by yourself. Share your toys with your neighbors. You can't treat your sister that way. Love your sister. You can't be mad all the time. You need to treat them. Reach out to somebody else. We're taught to do that. An intrapersonal relationship is a relationship that is exclusively within. It is how do you think about yourself? Right now, to me, one of the greatest vices uh, on Facebook is the like button. Because people will do things just to get a like. And they're, they're, if they don't get a like, they'll delete their own, their own uh, post If they don't get too many likes, I just delete it and take it off. Sometimes people will like what you do, doing, sometimes they won't. But do you like yourself? Everything that needs to be posted about what you do personally. How do you relate to yourself? Does someone have to applaud you before you feel good? Or can you just be happy with who you are? Who you are in Christ? That I'm fearfully and wonderfully made in him. Thank you, Lord. Scripture says that my soul knows this well. My soul should know intrapersonally. My soul should know how God relates to me and I should be happy with that. That's my ground zero. My life, the towers came down, but my ground zero is he loves me and I love him. I love him with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. And it hasn't always been that way. But as I grow in him and understand his word, the more you know his word, the more you can love him. God is not telling you to love him and you don't worship him or love him and you don't seek him and love him and you don't obey him. If you love me, then you keep my commandment. You do what I'm asking you to do. You don't play with that. If you love me, you just do. This is how you show your love for me, is to do what I'm asking you to do. Thank you, Lord. That's how we love the Lord. That intrapersonal relationship refers to exclusively within one person, within you. Do you love yourself first? And we're not taught to love self. We call that in early ages and childhood development selfishness. You're selfish. You're mannish. All you think about is yourself. We need to balance that out. Right now, this is the time for you to think about yourself. I want you to take a good bath, and I want you to put lotion on. I'm going to help you to put this lotion on, because you've got to take care of your skin. Learn to take care of you before you start trying to take care of others. Just take care of you. When we wash and teach kids how to wash, we tell them to wash their knees, we tell them to wash their, their, their elbows, we tell them to wash their necks, because <laughs> sometimes they just wanna wash the face and not wash the neck. Or they, they won't wash the elbows. You can see there's a little dark spot on the elbows, dark knees, you gotta scrub it out. Learn to love self. Wash your feet, wash your back, wash your back. You need a little help to do that. So even in washing back, We teach kids you need a little help to do that. It's the same way spiritually. Those areas in your spiritual life need to be washed as well. Wash your neck. What do you turn quickly to? You get mad quick? Do you have a rubber neck or stiff neck? Here's the difference. David had a rubber neck. Solomon had a stiff neck. In other words, he says, give me wisdom. Then I don't need to pray anymore. I can take it from here. Well, David was constantly, Lord, shall I go? Should I? Do you want me to move? Do you want me to go after this truth? Did I obey you? I don't feel right. I can't feel you. Give me hind's feet. I'm mad. I feel left alone. Constantly, he was asking God to fill that void. Thank you, Lord. Constantly asking God. Some say there's a, like 123 different emotions in the human Body, or we have the capacity to experience 123 emotions, different emotions, like rejection or happiness. There's like 123. And if you don't know yourself, man, you'll let your emotions guide you. (laughs) You'll You'll join and then pull back. You'll relate and not based on emotions, not on fact or faith. That's why you have, to, you have to bring emotions into under subjection. Glory to God. Emotions will tell you you'll never love. They never loved you anyway. You can listen to emotions all day. Don't ever let emotions become teacher. Tell emotions to get in check. Amen. That's why word is so important here. Word is so important. For some, those of you who say, I'm not really like that, just get a little older. The older you get, emotions start acting up. Feel like nobody loved you, especially when the phone don't ring for a while. And you got to learn how to love yourself. Thank you, Jesus. That interpersonal thing is so important. Intrapersonal relationships, which we never really teach our children how to flow with. That neck is so important. wash it. Face is so important, wash it. Elbows, what do you focus on? What do you focus on? That needs to be washed. Because sometimes when we focus, we're not focusing on that self-preparation, that self-love. If he loved me, I need to learn to love myself. Wash your feet. Make sure you're walking in the right places. Thank you, Lord. If you love yourself, I had a man come in uh, a few years ago, and obviously he was on a major crack binge. He came to the church, he used to be a member here. When I saw him, it bothered me. The first thing that came to me is go in the office and get your nice lotion and put it on his skin. And I did it without telling anyone, got my lotion, got on my hands and knees, and I started rubbing in his skin, and he was soaking up the lotion. I mean, it was like, if I rubbed lotion on his skin, a few seconds later, it was like his skin was still dry. I was like, my God. So I said, man, what's going on with you? He said, I'm just going through. I'm just going through. I said, well, can I uh, get some of that stuff that's making you go through? He said, no. Not you. I said, what would happen to me if I did what you're doing? He said, it'll take your life. You can't do that. I said, give it to me, man. He said, no. No, not you. I said, you know what's amazing to me? You love me more than you love yourself. You don't want me to do it. Because it would take my life. But you're letting it take yours. How many of us are preaching others the gospel but we don't receive it ourselves. You need to get right. God loves you. Okay, but what about you? Have you ever told yourself he loves me? I'm not going down that no he loves me his love it's not laws that constrain me his love constrains me his love is talking to me not his fists and his wrath his love for God so loved me he gave his son Second Corinthians 5 if any man be in Christ he's a new creature old things pass all things in him become new. It's as if God is reconciling the world unto himself. And his love constrains us. It even propels us to talk about Jesus to others. Not wrath. Love. He loves me. Thank you Jesus. But when I got a revelation of the love of God. It changed my life. That he really loves me. I always felt he loves the world. But never saw that he loves me. 1 Corinthians 6 and 19 relate how do you relate how do you relate to people let's talk about how God relates to us 1 Corinthians 6 19 and 20 it reads like this do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you so somehow way this flesh has to relate to the Holy Ghost well the next time you say this is my body you need to read this scripture this mind I can do what I will okay Read the scripture now. Did you not know that your body is the temple. Not this building here. Your body. Our bodies. Are the temple of the Holy Spirit. the temple of the Holy Spirit. Who is in you. That means he's in there. You accepted him. He's in there. Look at the word. Whom you have received from God. You're not your own. You were bought with a the price. Therefore... Glorify or honor God in your body.
0: Christmas has a darkness brighter than the blazing noon. Christmas has a chillness warmer than the heat of June. Christmas has a beauty lovelier than the world can show. For Christmas bringeth Jesus. Brought for us so low. Earth, strike up your music, birds that sing and bells that ring. Heaven has answering music for all angels soon to sing. Earth, put on your whitest bridal robe of spotless snow, for Christmas bringeth Jesus, brought for us so low. A poem by Christina Rossetti. From Bishop Merton Clark, Pastor Sabrina Clark, and the entire Truth Revealed family, Merry Christmas, and may the blessings of the Almighty overtake you in the new year. If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida 32906, or you can email us at The Word of Truth at TruthRevealed.org. You can also visit us on the web www.truthrevealed.org www.truthrevealed.org If you're on Facebook, visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like. From time to time, you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed. Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, when you write to us or email us? Use reference number 1803. That's reference number 1803. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark.
1: In the hustle and bustle of everyday living, sometimes we miss moments, intimate moments with our children. And that is, I believe we need to pull them close, look them in the eye and say, I love you with you. And I would like to encourage you today. Don't allow the sun to go down without you pulling your children close, up close, same air close and tell them that Jesus loves them. But remember to tell them that you love them too. Until next time, I'll see you at Truth Revealed.